Yeah. And welcome back to another special episode of His View. Um, like I told you all, man, I'm going to be coming back with content each and every week. Uh, so for those who haven't seen His View, I want to give you a brief introduction. His View is an episode that I created. Uh, I, I kind of want to create a platform to where, you know, black men, we can come together and we can talk about the everyday struggles, real life situations. And um, so, yeah, man, I created this so we can just be vocal. We can use this to use our voices. Um, of course, I have my good friend, Mr. Brandon Armand, with us today. Um, I have a group of young men that, you know, I want to talk to. They a very, a very sad situation in Minnesota. Um, and, I, and I think I have this information correct. They was in a particular uh, office and building for over a year and a half, decided they wanted to go to the And they was racially profiled from a guy that was in the gym, I guess, you know, coming at them saying that, they, they shouldn't be here. Uh, where's their credentials to say that they need to be here? So we have a video that I want to show you all. You all to check this out. What'd you say we can't do? I'm Tom Austin. I'm okay. a tenant in the building. Yeah. Are you? We're right. all tenants in this building. What office? So we have an office here, and this guy came accusing us we can't be here. What yeah. office are you in? That don't worry about that. We don't have to tell I'm you. I'm calling 911 now. Go ahead. As you guys can see, we're dealing with racism here. Nicole? Hey, this is Tom Austin. I'm going to the gym. I don't know what to do here, but there's a whole bunch of people who don't appear to be part of the. Y'all see this racism here? Hey, everybody, listen. I know we just got you all to watch this video. I actually have these young men that are here. So I actually want to give them a platform to say their names and actually say what exactly they do. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Abdi Hassan. I'm a co-founder of uh, Top Figure. What we do here at Top Figure is we help companies scale through online and especially using Facebook ads and Instagram ads and really helping people scale through online. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And my name is Salman Elmi and I'm also co-founder at Top Figure. And yeah, we've helped a lot of uh, small businesses and uh, brands online. And yeah, we help them grow uh, digitally. So that's what we do. Cool. Awesome. So I just want to dive into it. Um, as you all know, it's been a number of that's been going on. And I, I came across uh, you all's incident. We sent it to and my team because I was like, this is crazy. And I think I told you over the phone that I actually like the way that you handled that situation. You know, um, so I just want you to just kind of start from the beginning as to, you know, how this situation even started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was a pretty wild situation. Like, you know, we go to that gym, you know, we're part of a WeWork office space there that we've leased, you know, for over a year and a half. And, you know, we just, you know, we use that space, you know, downstairs in the gymnasium to work out every day, you know, just afterward working there. So we, we work a pretty much like 10 hours a day, you know, like uh, we enjoy what we do. We love what we do. And as we went down there in that gym, you know, me and my uh, other partners, were just working out there, just, you know, really, you know, uh, not a lot of people, you know, we're, all, we're the only people really that utilize that gym especially with COVID-19, there aren't many people that are in there. So this gentleman named Tom Austin came into the building and was like, you know, hey, what are you guys doing here? And he automatically looked at us, you know, and was like, hey, these guys, 
appeared to don't belong here and he automatically just you know racially profiled us and said you know hey i demand to see your key cards and just got up in our face and you know that's when we decided to you know record this incident and really just to you know um make sure that our voice is heard and make sure that we don't get you know uh any altercation or anything we stayed calm throughout the whole situation we made sure to not be aggressive because ultimately that's the main thing that they wanted out of us you know but you know, coming from being business professionals and business owners, we understand that we always deal with every situation with class, with professionalism. And yeah, it was just that in this, in this, it's sad that the conversation had to go this way. You know, like you usually in that space, we're looking to like network, we're looking to like bounce ideas or like to collaborate. You know, that's the vibe and energy that we normally get from all the people that are in that place. And you know, our business has thrived in that space. But for somebody to come in and say, hey you guys shouldn't be in here. That just was, you know, like it was, it blew off the cap. Like it would, it pissed us off. Bye, bye. It's, it's, it's first and foremost, I'm, like I said, I repeat it again. Like, I think the, the biggest thing that caught my attention was the fact of how you all responded to that situation. Because I think that with attention rising, a lot of people can easily respond in a way that can easily go way left. Um, and once again, like what was his, I mean, even after he figured or even after you all tried so many times to, to tell him that you all belong here, not even belong, but I mean, I have just as much right as you. I mean, what, what was his end result? Like what was the end result with it? Yeah. Uh, in terms of like what happened to him? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so the next day, like, uh, the building owner like reached out and then like he got his lease terminated and then like his uh, business partner like quit on him. Um, his wow. company got taken down. A lot of bad things like started happening just wow. because of like the power of the internet, you know? And the thing that we said was there's so many things that like this that happen every day that don't get brought to light, you know? What are some things that, uh, or what are some advice that we can give the people that are watching to to be able to handle these situations? Because, like as I stated before, the way y'all handled it was brilliant, and uh, that that would actually drew my attention because I was like, I told, I said, listen, I, I really got to reach out to to them because I really want them to kind of put their story out there because everybody isn't reacting their way, you know. Mm -hmm. Some people are reacting with anger and other things, but it's like you know. Uh, you know, I want to hear your standpoint. Like, what are some advice to the people that are listening as to how they can handle these situations? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, handling it with class and handling it with professionalism is the key thing that we would advise anybody to handle it, especially because really that's the best way we can get the most impact. If our voice can get drowned out, if we choose to act in a violent and a more aggressive way, and things could have went south. If we had, you know, been aggressive or, you know, really, like, really, really angry, he could have, he could have, you know, like the police could have really came and escalated the situation. And at the end of the day, for what? You know what I mean? It's like, so at the end of the day, we have to make sure that we handle those situations. We channel the anger that we have because it's okay to be angry. It's okay, okay to be pissed off. These things should not be, we shouldn't be uh, made to feel like that we don't belong in any atmosphere, whether, whether it's a professional uh, office atmosphere, uh, a, a nice condo, whatever it is, anywhere where we step foot into, we, we do belong in. So the thing is to make sure that we channel that and really channel that anger in a professional way is very important. And that's how we can get things done. And also another question I want to ask, what are some feedback you all been getting from this? 
it was amazing. Like we've gotten a ton of feedback from all across the world. Like our Instagram, like we've gotten feedback from people all across the world, you know, people in New Zealand, Australia, like even to Japan, like all across the world, like really reaching out and saying, Hey, we're with you. We stand with you. And it's just, it's, it's amazing to see that support from all types of people. And it's, it's really refreshing. Yeah, man. It, it's a, uh, I tell you this, man, like I've, I did a podcast last week and uh, with a group of my friends from and I told them that I literally just stopped getting emotional with everything that's been going on. Yeah. Um, my wife told me, she said, uh, I'm going to take your phone from you because I'm tired of you. It's just like, like every day you scroll, it's something. It's something. She just did an a interview yesterday. She's a news reporter. She just did an um, interview yesterday with a fight broke out between protesters and police officers. Mm-hmm. And um, it is... It's crazy, man, because is that I, I want people to see you all situations and other situations to be able to listen. There's better ways to handle this and fight this. Um, like you said, if we react in the way that they want us to, then it's only going to result in one way. And we know that already. Yeah. You know, but I think the, the game was, you know what, let me show you yourself, show everybody how, how you're reacting. And I think you just stated earlier that with the, the of his business part, least I think that was the that was the effect of how these things can affect people that choose to act in this manner. So yeah, man, I, I will say this, man. I commend you all so much, and I'm pretty sure y'all heard this a thousand times. Hey, Kirk, uh, I could jump in. I have a question for y'all. Um, how how old are y'all? Twenty four. Yeah. Wow. I, I, both y'all are twenty four. Yeah, what, when, when I saw the video, one of the things I would say was not only, you know, was I impressed by the way y'all handled it, but I, I was impressed by the way y'all handled it at y'all's age. And I can tell that y'all were young. Y'all are 24 years old. Um, you know, there are people who are 44, 54 years old um, who should be wiser that would not have handled that situation like you did. And because of that, then people were able to look at it and say, you know, nobody could try to turn the table. Now, listen, regardless of if you, you know, got upset or not, no one should try to use that as justification to justify what that guy did. But because you didn't do that, you didn't give them any option to, to do that. Um, and it, it's obvious that it was racial profiling, especially when he said they appear to not be there. And I heard, I heard somebody say, like, did you hear this when he said the word appear or something to that, to that extent? Um, let me, so why, why do you think that you know, you're 24, both of you guys are 24 years old. Why do you think this still exists uh, in, our, in our country? Why do you think somebody would just come and just racially profile you guys and think that you should not be there? Shouldn't we have gotten over this by now? Yeah, well, the biggest now with social media, it's just exposing it. It hasn't left anywhere. You know, it's always been here. The problem never really got solved. It just got a Band-Aid put on it. And now with social media, it's just exposing what's actually going on. You know, you can't hide things like you used to because when the news, when the news, the news, they manipulate things, right? They, they say what we want to see. But with social media, you can't. Like, I post something, everybody sees it how it is. There's no filter, you know? So the, the, the biggest thing is there needs to be more, more like a documentation. documentation, you know, there needs to be some form of like consequences for things like this 
that continuously that keep happening, you know? Absolutely. And especially within companies, they need to really start taking it serious because when a, when a minority person reports it, they might, that person might not get fired, you know, the other person. They might just say, hey, you know, we don't, our company don't approve this, so don't do it again. That needs to be an automatic fire, like, like there's no second chance. Like you should know not to do these things, you know? Like you should know not to come into work late. If you come to work late, you're gonna get fired, you know? So it needs to be held to a bigger, um, to a bigger perspective. A standard, yeah, yeah, standard. It should be a standard to not be racist. You know what I mean? Like, and the thing is, like, like Abdi was saying, like in the work atmosphere, I think because people are constantly in a professional atmosphere, you know, all the time, and like in work environments, that should be a norm. You know, these practices should be very normally normalized. And then I think then from then on, then it'll trickle down into our households, and like you know, even in our own households, we have to you know, like really reach out to different races and like really just, you know, I, what I was watching, I was looking at this one Instagram post and it was um, before all this, I think now what's happening is things are getting documented at scale, you know, like situations like this are getting documented. And it was this one Instagram post where this one lady, white woman was walking into Target and she had like, I don't know if you guys have seen it. She was carrying like a bag and it had like a tag in it and she walked out and you know, she, um, uh, as, as she was walking out, the beeper went off, right? And, you know, she looked back and there's a, there's a black guy that was walking right through and the dude just stopped the black, guy. the black guy and not her. And then she turned around and she looked and she was like, why didn't you check me? And, he's, and the guy was like, ma'am, you're good. And then she's like, no, I'm not. Like, there's, you should check it. And, when she, and then after that, uh, what she, uh, they, found out. they found out that it was in her bag, you know? And it's like, the thing is, like, it's it's preconceived notions that's are that are in these people's heads. It's it's within society where it's 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 sickening. And the thing is, I think now that video is starting to be out there more, and it's being more viral. More people are starting to realize, and white folks are starting to say, like, okay, let me check myself and let me make sure I don't have these thoughts in my head, and I'm not the next Karen or Tom. You know what I mean? So it's like that's what's happening, and I think that. With documentation, this is very important that this is now shedding a light to this whole situation. Man, man, yeah, that's 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 good, man. Because my my next question was going. I think you pretty much just touched on my next question was going to uh, be: Do we think that um, like jobs and workplaces should hold people accountable um, if they show any signs of you know racism? But you pretty much just hit that on the head. Um, B, you got any questions for him, B? Yeah, sorry, I think unmute myself. I'm a journalist by nature, so of course I have a lot of questions. But um, <laughs> uh, one of one of the uh, the other questions that I have for you guys is, as uh, young black men and seeing the the protests around the country um, that's going on um, and seeing the change that's happening. I mean, as we're filming this right now, um, the district attorney in Atlanta has just um, brought charges against the police officers. Um, who were involved in the shooting um, death of the black man in Atlanta. Do you think that things are getting better? I mean, what, what, what these charges have been brought against this cop had uh, George Floyd, the George Floyd incident not happened and, and brought so much attention? Or, 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 or do you think this is just a moment in time? Yeah, um, it's, it's tricky because 
right now there's pressure being applied. You know, there's extreme pressure being applied. And for them to kind of like calm everybody down, these officers like have to get arrested or else what's going to happen? Looting. Buildings, gonna come buildings are going to get burned down. It's going to cost the economy more money to have these guys out than have them locked up, you know? So as of right now, they're going to do what they have to do, you know, just to calm everybody down and just to make sure everyone thinks, you know, it's going to go back to normal. But then, like, how, where are we going to be a year from now, two years from now, you know? So right now, pressure is definitely being applied. And there needs to be some form of, like, laws that, like, need to get passed. So it's a requirement now, you know. And more training for officers definitely needs to happen. And another big thing is there needs to be two different officers, some that are unarmed that handle situations that don't need to be armed and some that are armed. So it's like they got to start the whole thing got to get cleaned up. But what about those people who aren't officers, like the guy who came into the gym and, and harassed y'all? He's not a police officer. I mean, if he had been, maybe the situation might have not ended the way it did because he would have had a badge. But thank God he didn't. But what about your regular everyday people? The regular everyday people, I think that the situation is gonna, it's gonna take time, you know, especially like, you know, a lot of people are, um, it's, it, it shouldn't be trendy, you know, and like, this is crazy how wild it is now that people are just like, um, hey, it, like, it's, like, why is it controversial? That has me just like completely like, you know, uh, why is it controversial to be anti-racist? You know what I mean? And it's like, you it should be just a norm and the thing is like if with with what the climate is looking like now and with trump presidency and all that like where it's just like a uh it's like racism is okay and all this is just that it's i think it's going to take more time where it's going to be instilled within the entire you know human race but i think overall there's hope in the younger generation because i think that racism is definitely taught you know it's not you know uh something that's instilled with anybody um, and, you know, and like, I think that with the younger generation growing up on social media, I think we have a better chance now, you know, especially in the future. I, I'm very hopeful of that. And, um, you know, so that's, that's where I think we, see, I see it, you know, and it's like, um, that it's, it's wild though. So, um, one of the points that you made, I think that, which, uh, which was very important with the two officers, uh, one being unarmed and one being armed. I think that's a, a great idea, and I think that's a great start. Um, I think police definitely need to go back to training and understand that kneeling on the back of someone's neck is not a, a, a move or a technique that we can use to restrain someone. Um, there's other ways of de-escalating the situation by talking to that particular person like a human being, giving, giving them a chance to talk back without uh, forcing them to shut up or treating them like an animal. Um, so I definitely think those are some great points. Um, in closing, you know, I always like to go around the table and I always like to give each and every person a platform to say something positive so people can take home some take-home advice. So, uh, Brandon, I want to start with you. Yeah, uh, well, in, in closing, I guess I'll say, first of all, um, I am proud of y'all. Uh, y'all are, y'all are millennials, right? And, and I'm a millennial as well. Um, but I'm an older millennial, so I will say that, you know, I think you guys are, are, are representing for, for our age group. Um, so keep doing what you're doing. And I'm not only proud of you guys for the way you handled the situation, 
um, but I'm also proud of you for what you're doing um, as young entrepreneurs with your business um, and with your podcast. And so I encourage everybody to make sure that you guys go follow them and support them um, as well. Two, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that people who are watching this look at it uh, or people who are listening to this podcast look at, look and listen and say, you know what, a change has to happen, um, you know, because there is absolutely no reason that you two uh, and, and the rest of your, your partners should have been racially profiled just because the guy did not recognize y'all, just because he didn't, you know, y'all didn't look familiar or you didn't appear as though you belonged. Um, it didn't matter what you had on. It didn't matter what you looked like. Um, if he felt that was the case, then he, he could have handled it a different way and not approach you guys. So, you know, I, I, I hope that people who are watching this see this um, and, and begin to, as, as, as you said, Simon, begin to look at themselves and say, hey, let me check myself. Let me see. And not just white people, black people too, because you know what? Sometimes we do it to ourselves, right? We do it to our own people. So checking ourselves and, and, and making sure that we're not judging people based on how they look or uh, on the color of their skin. But great job. Kudos to y'all. Appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm going to turn it over to you all. Yes. Yeah. No, one thing I want to say is just remember that it isn't easy. You know, it isn't easy being Black in America. But that shouldn't stop you from achieving what you want to achieve, you know, chasing your dreams. Whatever it is that you want to do, you could do it. Don't let racially profile be the reason to stop you, you know. And even with us, like, we have been getting profiled even way before this, you know, some from meetings to all these things. But the number one thing is your mindset. Don't let it get to you. And you just got to keep pushing and keep hustling. That's the main thing I want to say. And yeah, and what I want to add is really, to be honest, the biggest thing is the biggest tool is this doc consistently stay documenting, you know, use that effectively and really just, you know, um, any chance that you feel that you're being, you know, uh, in a situation of racial injustice to take your phone out and record it, you know, it's like, that's the best weapon that you can have. So, yeah. Yeah. To everyone that, that, that's watching this, um, the reason that I wanted to to bring them on because I wanted you all to see that there are different ways to handle situations. And the way that they handled this situation was brilliant. And as I stated before, like I thought they handled it with class, they used intelligence, and there was also repercussions to him. You know, um, losing a business partner, losing his lease, um, and a few more things. So the biggest thing is that, you know, we have to keep pressing, we have to keep pushing but we also have to find more intelligent ways to fight these battles. Protests and standing on the front line, that's great, and I love it. I love us using our voice, I love us marching, I love the energy, but also let's not get caught up into the rap of acting the way that they want us to act. We have to change the narrative. And to you all, man, I appreciate you all so much. Thank y'all for taking out the time to join us and share your story, and I am so grateful. And like Brandon said, man, you all are setting yeah, y'all setting the standards, man. 24, doing what y'all doing, man. I'm, I'm proud of you all, man. Thank you all so much. Thank you for having us. Appreciate y'all both. Yeah, man. And um, just just in closing, man, listen, man. I, my, my advice to you all, man, keep keep going. Keep going, as you say, bro. Don't, don't let your foot off the gas. Keep going, man. Thank y'all, man. God bless. Thank y'all so much.
Bam Network production.